ladies and gentlemen, welcome to For Geek's Sake Movie Review. My name is Al Sterling, in here with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We got technical director Eli. We know who you are. And of course you do. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, from Damon Entertainment, we are so thrilled to have as our guest co-host, uh, Miss Haley Damon. Hello. So yeah. uh, uh, Haley has does insanely cool balloon stuff and uh, balloon cosplay, and it's Really cool, and you should check it out. But that's not what we're talking about. Uh, we are instead just going to talk. Oh, yes. And apparently, Eli is a natural, natural dog an experienced, artist. No, he has, <laughs> clearly has some experience doing this. He, he made a cartoon, or sorry, a cartoon, a balloon dog literally without looking behind his back. I'm betting Haley can do it faster and better, but still, uh, having done this myself, it was not as easy. Well, that, that's a less mutated version. I looked at that one to make it. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did alter it. The first okay. one yeah. was a little wonky. That's what we're here to talk about, though. <laughs> no, it's We not. are here to talk <laughs> about uh, our movie review here for Fantastic Beasts, Ooh, The Crime of Grindelwald. So uh, was a real quick recap for those of you who are not familiar with our formatting here. Uh, we are going to break this uh, the movie down here in five distinct categories, probably. There we go. We are going to talk about... Um, we're going to rank each of these in a category, one to ten. Uh, we're going to give our own individual scores, and then we have to agree on a score before we can move on. So our categories, five of them here, originality, which says, uh, are we seeing something new here, or is this a rehash of existing stuff that we've seen elsewhere? Excuse me. We've got story, which has to do with pacing, uh, has to do with uh, plot holes, uh, the overall kind of flow of the story and whether or not the story even makes sense. We're going to also talk about characters. With characters, we're talking about things like uh, uh, whether or not our characters are fully developed people with their own motivations or their flat one-dimensional stereotypes, you know, your same, same old trope over and over again. For the technical, we're going to look at things like the score, the uh, the cinematography. We're going to look at the directing, the direction. A lot of those, uh, uh, what we refer to as the your day one Oscars. Um, that's right. Which is not to sell them short, by the way. This is a big. That's a big category for me. Um, and then overall enjoyment, which is exactly what it sounds like. How much we enjoy the movie. So currently, our highest ranking movies. Dan, what's our couple? Give us a couple top ranking. At the top, we've got Avengers: Infinity War at forty two. Uh, Star Wars Episode 7 at 41, and Wonder Woman at 40, uh, tied with Solo, also at 40. I, th- I still think, and I know there's a lot of people who think that was too high, but I still maintain that Solo was much yeah. better than the I sh- like than, me uh, some Solo. Yeah. That is the only one that I have yet to see. It's good. It's not as no, good as other it. ones. No, I believe it. It is definitely on the list. Where'd, uh, where'd, where'd Last Jedi land? Uh, let's see. Do we not have it up there? That one I have no. mixed feelings on. I'm I could do my whole own No, that was before that. we did this format. Oh, okay. No, because there's no way we did Force Awakens and not Last Jedi. Force yeah. Awakens came out before it. No, we, yeah, yeah. we did a review for Last Jedi. Okay, it doesn't matter. The yeah. point here is, and then just so they understand, the, so, the high, so the highest movie we've ever did was got a 42. Yep. The perfect movie would theoretically get a 50. Uh, I don't know that this one will uh, get a 50, but let's see what happens. And then what's <laughs> the bottom here, just so our, they understand the other end bottom of bottom three are Justice League, The Mummy, and Ghost in the <laughs> Shell coming in at 19, 16, and 15, respectively. Yeah. yeah. So no zeros and no, no perfect right. 50s. Right. Okay. Now we have to give them a score. Yeah. Uh, we th- actually, really, fives, I think, would be the yeah. fives would be the... All right, so there we go. So that's I think what's we're going to have some major disagreements <laughs> today. Yeah, well, I don't know. You may, you may not find me as passionate about this one. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, I'm just being real here. I Let's might be find the one out. Who's more passionate about this one? That's good. Then you'll then you'll sub <laughs> I in for Liz. Enjoyed uh, it. 
You'll sub in for Liz. So let's talk about originality here. So we're just going to go around. So the first thing we'll do is everybody will just give their numerical score, and then we'll talk it out here. So starting off with originality, uh, uh, producer Dan, why don't you start us off? Seven. Seven. Uh, Ocho. Eight. Can I do point five? You cannot. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. eight. Okay, going at eight. Eight. Okay, and I'm gonna actually land. Uh, I'm gonna actually land at a at a seven here as well. Although, I could come up to an eight pretty easy. So let's talk about here, Dan. Where? Why is it seven out of seven for you? Um, it just felt like more of the same to me. Like, and now you saw Fantastic Beasts, correct? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, it felt like this was like two hours, uh, where not a lot really happened and we just continued building this world of the first one. Okay. Uh, now Haley, I feel like you're, Haley's looking at you like you're, that what's supposed to happen with a second movie. You build on to what the first one did, Yeah, but but something's got to happen. Things did happen. What were you watching? <laughs> Ooh, I like me some Haley. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Liz, <laughs> Liz may not be. No, 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 no. Liz may not be here, but she's gonna be comfortable with you with you being there. I think she she would she would come down much Things closer where you are. Now I'm not I the Potter to person. Yell at it a few times. I'm not the Potter person here. So I'm not as familiar with this world. Yeah, aren't you supposed to be listening to those things in audiobook? You said that you were going to supply them to me. Oh, yeah, that didn't happen. And that didn't happen, so no, no I didn't. Okay, that's there right. you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so so what about you, Elijah? Where were you? How are you feeling? I was at eight. If this is, you know, it's in the Harry Potter universe, which is one of the most original, you know, universes, storylines. What are you yelling at me? You're banging the on table. the table. I'm emphasizing my points. Yeah, and our audio listeners really appreciate <laughs> they that. They do. They do, because they, they really understand my emphasis. How emphasized. Because yeah. I can wave my arms all I want. They don't hear that. Go so ahead. anyway, uh, it's, it's part of the Harry Potter universe, which is one of the more original you know, universes that, sure. we, that we've ever had, you know, akin mm-hmm. to, to Tolkien or Star Wars. So it's hard not to give it something very good, especially when... Um, well, I'll, I'll talk about the story when they sort of they have some very good original and awesome story aspects as well that lead Do we have lend a to it. Spoiler warning! Can I? Oh yeah, oh, no, this is spoilers. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, we haven't done okay. these in a little while. So if you're not yeah. listening, this is all spoilers. Because <laughs> I don't know. Because I can go in on it if I'm allowed to do spoilers. No, no, absolutely. Spoilers <laughs> are 100 percent allowed. We so can tag it. If you if you have not seen Please. the movie yet and you don't want spoilers. Why are you here? Please, this is this is not the review I for you. I have some big words about a major spoiler, so that's fine. Go for it. Now, does it relate to to the originality? Not quite yet. Okay, so we'll then we'll get there. We'll get so, there. So, so for me, um, it's always going to get dinged um, for at least a little bit because you have an existing property. Uh, so you, but um, and I, that's a, it's a small ding, but you know, it's, it's obviously not going to hit a right. ten. It's not an original Blade Runner. Um, for me, there was a little bit of the. There's a little bit of reliance on some of the same stuff, but it was done in an interesting way. So I think a really great example of that, when you look at Newt's character, uh, Newt yeah. is, I mean, Newt's effectively uh, like, a, like either a summoner or a ranger. I don't know which way you want to go with this, uh, but he's just got animal companions all over the place here. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of leaned in on that a little bit, and uh, uh, kind of, I thought there were some similarities between the two movies and like using the, and the way that they use the animals still kind of felt a little, but in the first one, it's so like, it's about the animals almost like the movie, right? Yeah, this one, they're just, they're just like a, a more secondary people than it is animals. I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. Exactly. They just sort of have an appearance or like a auxiliary right. role. 
Right, but overall, I mean, to be clear here, yeah. you know, a seven or an eight, I mean, seven, eight is still really, really high because there was a lot of new things to see here. Uh, we got to see new things like Nagini and the, the malad, what was it called? The maladextrous? Maladextrous. Maladextrous. So, I mean, you, you had some interesting things happening with, with her and with the way that piece was working. Um, you still have a really um, interesting and kind of original approach to this when we talk about uh, Credence Barbone, uh, played by Ezra Miller, and we're going to get the character piece, but speaking from it from an originality standpoint, you have a new a new piece on that, and what is new specifically for the movie is to really get into the bloodline piece, yeah. which if you read the Harry Potter books, is explored in detail, but in the movies, you know, the Harry Potter movies, it was it was, it was, a, it was a, a B plot, you know what I mean? Which is fine, right. which needed to happen for the movies. I'm not n- knocking the movies for that at all, but this did give us an opportunity to explore that um, pretty well, and the other thing I'll give it for originality here, too, Credit just like the first movie needs to go to Jacob uh, uh, Kowalski. Kowalski, yeah. uh, uh, played by uh, uh, Dan Fogler. The he's your 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 nomad, your muggle, your whatever. And the way they have this character involved and what they do with this character is an interesting piece there, and that definitely bumps it up for me. I like that they brought him back. Yes, and they made it mm-hmm. understandable. It wasn't just like a random drag you back here because you were in the first one. Like, they, they gave it a reason. They gave it purpose. Well, and you have... I enjoyed that. Well, and you have here, too, with it, with him, you have an opportunity to... What a lot of movies would have done here, speaking specifically, trying to say on originality here, is you would have had everything told from his perspective. Similar to the way in the original Harry Potter series... You see things from Harry's perspective as the person as a fish out of water. So you're yeah. introduced to this world through the eyes of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would have been very easy in both Fantastic Beasts and here in Crimes of Grindelwald to just tell the story from Kowalski's angle, from his point of view, to you know this w- w- amazing Wizarding world. But they didn't do that. They took the time to say, look, we respect our audience enough to know that if you're sitting down to watch this, you know about Hogwarts, okay? So we're not going to try to treat you like you don't have any idea what's going on. And, and as I, an audience, you're still learning about all of these these creatures and all of these exactly. characters and everything. But it's fun to not which is learn. See, I think I like your version better. Outdoor. Oh, would you just hear everything from his perspective? Yeah, I, I think which would be fun because it would have another sense of wonder to it. Right. But I also if feel you haven't, like, I feel like if you haven't read the books or if you're not a hardcore fan of the Harry Potter series. You're, you're completely lost. You don't know what's going on. Okay, but My head was spinning the whole time. I had well, no that, clue what was happening. Correct. This that, one and that was is, a little bit harder to follow. Yeah. I do want to definitely watch it again because yeah. I want to take a second look at everything. As soon as the credits rolled, I went, all right, I want to see it again now. Like, no, mm-hmm. Dan's 100% right, and that is my biggest hit on this movie, but that's not part of originality, right? That's, that's true. true. Right. And, and the reason I give this like for, from 7 to 8 for me for originality for sure is because... There's all those little things like, you know, Haley, Al, you're mm-hmm. both saying that were, are from the Harry Potter universe that are from the books that you only get glimpses of. Yeah. But now you're getting like these fully fleshed out storylines based on only glimpses, glimpses mm-hmm. of plot and idea of a previous story, which is pretty interesting. I and, like and new. that we're getting more background into families, into the bloodlines and the families mm-hmm. that we've heard the names tons of times. Everyone knows the Lestrange name. Everyone knows Bellatrix and everything. So where does she come from this this line? Where does yeah. Lita come into the, the Lestrange family? And what about all of the... Um, the branches off of that family tree and everything like that. Like I, I want to know In the books, more. you only really get to hear like 
uh, Malfoy's sort of family right. tree in, in yeah. terms of like you get the Malfoy's, you get a bit of Potter's, you get a, you get a couple of the, the big, black family, the black, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I think it would be interesting for somebody to watch these once once they do the third one of this. Watch them in chronological order. Oh, I can't instead wait. Instead of, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> instead of release order. Uh, okay, so so I think so. We've got we've got two sevens, two eights. I can, for the purposes of originality, I can come up to an eight there, um, which I think is going to mean that you you're getting kind of. There were so many new creatures. There were so many new spells, like. Nicholas I Flamel. wouldn't know if they're new spells or not. They're new spells. Well, do, do you recognize they're them? They're new to you then. Yeah. So they're still brand new to you. It's still original if you've never same, seen though. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to, okay. So we're going to land. You're such, like Dan, you're such a muggle. I am. I'm a complete muggle. <laughs> no match. They had a couple of I'm a force user. terms. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a force user and a mutant. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's fair. That's fair. You're a, 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 a mitochondrian user. I'm a, I'm a manipulator. I'm a Morlock. No, we, we, Unfortunately, we, you can't we hide decided, my mutation. <laughs> we decided many reviews ago that the Star Wars version of Trekkie yeah. is Force user. Did we? We did. At least for purposes of this show. All right. All right moving on. So uh, originality. What do we got next? So story. So story. So this, again, has to do with the pacing. It has to do with uh, the, the overall flow, the plot holes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'm going to come out here, and I'm, I'm, this one was really, really hard for me, and I'm swinging wildly, and I'm going to end up going with my lower score uh, with the understanding I may have to make some moves on this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in at a five. Right. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I, I had written down a seven because I thought I was going to have to be pulled up. I'm, 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 I'm accepting the fact that I'm probably going to have to pull up here on this one. I, I, then I'm going to go a six. Okay. I'm going to be a little nicer than you, but that's just because I don't think I understood it enough. Because what, <laughs> after oh, seeing no, no, no. it... Numbers? Just so we know okay, numbers yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, so okay. we bye got bye. a five, <laughs> we got a six. So in Sorry. between a one and I a ten excited. is about a six. So, yep, six. So for to, for context here, uh, what was the, what, what do we give a number one for story? Um, our top story is seven. No, no, no. Or I no, mean no, uh, eight. No, but I mean our examples here. Oh, so. Our examples over here. Uh, we've got Fellowship of the Ring is a ten, and we've got Sucker Punch at a one. So on our actual reviews, our highest ranked story was Wonder Woman. Oh, at an eight. At an eight. Okay. Yeah. So understand here. So Sucker Punch, while. Had a lot of, I think, redeeming features mm-hmm. from a story standpoint. <laughs> you no walked sense. out of there going, What the hell was going, that? What just happened? Yeah. Um, oh, no, yeah, I'm definitely as opposed lost to in Fellowship of the Ring, uh, which is uh, literally goddamn Tolkien. All right, all right. So there's your pacing. Yeah. So there you go. Six. Going to six. Haley, what do you have? There are things that I would score lower, but I'm going to stick with my seven for right now. Okay. Mm. So uh, I'm going to come, I'll go ahead and walk you through where I'm sitting from a story yeah. perspective. Tell us what's up. You know, this, I know I've never said this before, but I'm going to introduce a brand new idea to everyone here. Um, actually, you know what? Bonus points if you, can, if you can guess which owl bullshit I'm about to repeat. May I? Yeah, go for it. You make the rules for your universe, and then you stick to them. Boom. You have been doing this with me too long, sir. <laughs> so here's my biggest gripe for this thing from a storytelling standpoint. Yeah. I want to be clear. I don't mind at all that this movie expects you to have watched Harry Potter. Okay, mm-hmm. I, in the same way, because this—if you don't do that, if you don't work under those assumptions, uh-huh. then I have to watch Bru- uh, uh, Martha Wayne get shot again in that stupid alley. I've got to watch. <laughs> I've got to watch. I mean, like seriously, like I've got to watch you watch you tell me another goddamn Peter Parker origin story. Okay, yeah. like this is 2018. 
you're going to have to do your homework before you walk in. It dims the rules. Yeah. Um, but this movie takes it one step further. You have to watch the first one mm-hmm. right twice directly before watching <laughs> this one. Well, right? here's the thing, though. I would not. I don't knock it at all for that. That is not. I take zero points off of it for that point because that's it, it, that is an understanding we have in, in today's movie w- yeah. world of today's movies. And I appreciate that as a guy who watches a lot of these goddamn things where I am going to nail it, though is when it comes to setting up uh, uh, consistency across your universe, okay? And the timeline. And the timeline. Mm. The timeline here, I mean, even as, I'm I would not consider myself. screwed up. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Harry Potter expert by any means. Uh, I'm a fan. I've read the books multiple times. I've seen the movies multiple times. I have not, uh, I have not spent, you know, hours and hours pouring over Pottermore, the, the Harry mm-hmm. Potter website, where J.K. Rowling continuously releases more things that are canon within there. But the existence of Pottermore and this ex- constantly released new information that is canon, this is canon history, says that you don't get to then go up and fucking X-Men out your fucking timeline. You don't get to do it. So McGonagall is showing up as a teacher at Hogwarts uh, with while Dumbledore is a teacher. Eight years before she was born. Eight years before she was born. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't. I know the eight years before she was born. I had to look up and I had whatever. Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> when I got home, did yeah. some digging into timelines there right. because I had to figure out the possibilities and probabilities of different things happening. Exactly. I didn't look it up. Now but McGonagall was a big problem, as well as the Dumbledore timeline being a problem. Yes, and if we assume that, so so, but to stay with McGonagall for just a half a second here. It pulled me out of the movie because when McGonagall walks in, I'm like. No, that doesn't. No, 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 no. Because no. Voldemort would be taking place at the same time, exactly, as what's happening here. Exactly, because that doesn't that doesn't work. This doesn't line up with your timeline here. The and only excuse for that would to be if she had like a time turner or something and went back, but that still wouldn't quite make. It wouldn't excuse the Dumbledore thing either. No, Which so 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 extrapolate on the Dumbledore thing. I'll let somebody else do it. The the Dumbledore family thing? Yes. Okay, so, well, (laughs) if you're going to tell me... Apparently everybody's a Dumbledore. Credence is now a Dumbledore and and use the phoenix as your proof for it, for one, then why didn't the phoenix turn into, like, a full-blown phoenix when he was dealing with it and when he was raising it? Why, when Grindelwald was the one who thrown it, or who threw it into the air, it then evolves into this... Like level three Phoenix <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> now it's got sparks. It's not just this helpless little wiry looking knobby bird sitting on the right. on the railing anymore. Now it's actually a flying little Phoenix that only the Dumbledore family can have. But Grindelwald's the one who just, I guess, activated it. So enter air quotes mm-hmm. here. Like. Right. Well and then and then if if we're assuming that this guy is supposed to be a Dumbledore. Yeah. That opens up a hundred problems. Also, because wasn't Dumbledore's dad in Azkaban, and didn't he die in Azkaban in the 1890s? And isn't this one almost 1920? And wouldn't that make credence Dumbledore's, well, as in like Dumbledore Sr., like the father, um, he'd have to be like 30 in order to be his offspring unless he's doing it in Azkaban and having a baby there. Right. Well, and this is the thing too, is like you, you, you can in other universes and other series hand wave over this stuff. And I would not mind Terminator. Don't care if we're watching Terminator. I don't like, and now look, it's John Connor's 
niece. I'm like, sure, John Connor's niece. Got it. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not, I don't need you to make this. I don't need this to make sense. Fast and Furious, I love the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. None of that shit is supposed to make a goddamn bit of sense. I mean, Fast and Furious might as well come out and be like, by the way, just fuck you physics and go. <laughs> like, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. But that's not Harry Potter. That's not Star Wars. If you're going to do these massive universes that have all of this history, then you got to stick so with your goddamn intricate. rules. If you're going to weave exactly. it, it has to be a solid weave. It is. Well, and, and and them your failing, blanket's going to unravel. You guys are actually definitely dragging my number well, down. This is why I'm at a six <laughs> because Sorry, I, I didn't mean, realize I'm, how nice I'm I was being. I'm beating my own number down yeah. here, but <laughs> that's why I made it well, higher. And this is why I'm at a six because there's good points to the story, right? <laughs> sure. They do like the scream treatment where they, tell. they really get you at the end. Like you're, you're expecting one or two paths that the story could go and they get you at the third. Not to mention spoilers, killing off Lestrange. Like Lita Lestrange, that was a big one yes. for me as well. Like, yeah, the actual story in the That's movie is I very did not good. Actually like, expect. it's very good, but it's just rattled with so many inconsistencies of the overall world. Not to mention, Jesus Christ, since I didn't watch the first one. I had no idea what was going on for the first hour of the movie. Like, it just took so, like you say, Dan, it took so long yeah. to figure out what they're talking about, what happened. Who's Creedence again? Who's the snake girl? Like, well, yeah, you definitely, well, the snake girl you didn't get from the first movie. Right. But they, sure, they sure act like you <laughs> did, you know? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, they, I they, guess. They could, a little bit more set up up front, I think, would have done, would have done wonders for the story. Um, but you are right. There's a lot this, of things. This series tends to not introduce characters. Yes. Yeah. They're just there. Well, and it and it is a piece. There, I think the other piece of this that that comes along with it there is that you also don't. Holy shit! I just blanked out. Well, look. <laughs> holy shit! I just blanked the fuck out. Wow! Since you blanked out, like, look. Here's an example. They're running Too through. Much He's doing the thing with the the uh, the gopher, whatever the animal is, right? Digging, doing the uh, gold footprints. And he's talking oh, oh, about the, the Niffler. Yeah, the Niffler. But he's the whole time he's sort of talking about the one girl, the short black hair. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go through screen. Tina. Uh, t- 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 Tina yeah. Goldstein. Yeah. Tina Goldstein. He's talking about Tina Goldstein and how he misses Tina Goldstein. But he's searching for Nagini. You know, like he's the footprints all stuff. No, like, he's actually searching no, for. No, he was uh, searching for Tina. Is he, uh, That's why he says he looks down and he goes, "Remember, her feet are always so narrow." And Jacob's like, uh, "Yeah, definitely yeah. didn't notice that." But they don't show her like really. Uh, that's why they like, showed uh, her in yeah. that place. That's where the circus was. See? That's the square where the circus was, which is shown in this movie. Oh it's, boy! This, this, <laughs> this, this is why it's a six. It should not have to be explained to me. Right? That that scenario. That's why you just need to watch it again. I Here's, loved it, and I need to watch it day, again. But I still <laughs> understood that the circus was there, and now it's not. And he's using like a, a um, recovery spell to recover the last like twenty four hours of who he's trying to track. But down. I don't know which. I with Haley. Which on that girl? One. Following her footprints and everything, he literally says because he's hunting somebody. First thing he says is Tina. Well, he yeah, found, but, well, but nobody he finds he, her footprints. When he starts the spell, he's not looking for Tina. Oh, when he's he starts the spell, yes. he's looking for Credence and then discovers Tina and while it's there. But Tina that girl, him. but uh, Nagini was with Credence, so it's sort of like uh, I couldn't follow it. I'm just saying. Here, here's here's he the thing. Doesn't, he doesn't. Newt doesn't care about Nagini. No. When you're watching Star Nagini's Wars, Nagini's irrelevant here until she becomes a Horcrux. <laughs> if you introduce the Star Wars universe. Any movie in the original trilogy, you are going to be able to know, that person will know right away, this guy's name is Han Solo. This guy's name is Luke. Yeah. This is Leia. That little thing over there is Yoda. They will know the people's names and be able to track it like that. You didn't know the people's names after they were told to you? 
I, I knew it by the time I finished putting together the image over here. Okay. Because half of these don't sound like names. I'm Welcome you, to not, the Harry Potter universe. We uh, but literally I'm, I'm, have talks. But, but, a good, but that's what I'm saying. They don't introduce characters. And, and I was working on this, and I was the talking to my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law has read the books, okay? She has not seen the first Fantastic Beast or this one. And just what she told me about Grindelwald... Um, Grindelwald. <laughs> ...was more... <laughs> Stop. ...was more than I knew and understood after watching both of these movies. Yeah. Well, there's a lot about Grindelwald that, she, that comes from the Harry Potter. And I did again, have to explain that the, to the friend who I was watching with. She didn't right. really understand who he was. The That's expe- like, but the expectation here is that you have watched and you are familiar with Grindelwald before this whole thing begins. And well, that is, I mean, I don't, you can knock that off if you'd like for me personally. He's briefly introduced in the first Fantastic Beast toward the end of it. Right. Like, the briefly. very end. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and I'm with you, Dan. Like, I've read every single Harry Potter book, so all the previous movies, you know, I saw the first Fantastic Beast, and I was still at a loss for, like, who's who and what's going where. So okay. Yeah. So well, let's pull well, it back. While let's... there's some awesome story points, that's why I bring it down to a You six. can't start your brain in the center of the Harry Potter universe, though, because Potter doesn't exist here. I mean, yes, it is the same universe, but it's before his timeline, and so those characters don't exist, I mean, except for a select few. Yeah. So it is sort of a new thing that you're going for. All right, so for. let's let's talk numbers here. I think I actually think. I mean, you've you've talked me down to a five at least. I actually, I but in, but in thinking some of the stuff that Elijah said, I think that while that's a big hit, I don't know that that knocks it all the way down to a five. I think that there were some. The the pacing here was still pretty solid. Well, can I mention that the climactic battle that I was actually looking forward to? First of all, I, I got to say. The jailbreak at the beginning was very cool. Mm-hmm. Great way yes, to start it. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. It really was. Actually, and I was that in- little lizard thing, apparently, after looking into it, was a chupacabra. Oh, cool. Oh. Which right. I Disposable, have obviously. never seen. <laughs> a, yeah, just throw it well, out the damn window. I was very encouraged after that. But then the big climactic battle is some blue CGI fire against some yellow-orange CGI fire. That was like the lamest thing I've ever seen. Very Harry Potter, though. Okay, so numbers wise, Ugh. I actually think I'm. I think I think I feel like I while while it definitely is a huge hit, I think I'm at a six. I think I'm up to a six here. So you're sitting where? Solid six. And uh, the lowest I will go is a six. Oh, she's not. <laughs> she's not budging. So I apologize right. for talking you down. Uh, but it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like he talked to a five, and he's probably kosher at a six. I mean, I yeah, still I'm agree fine. that there are little holes yeah. in there, and that like, like. And there's some pacing issues. Uh, yeah, some things were rushed a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. for example, that that battle, I feel like could have those some missed opportunities gone with that battle. Little, yeah, yeah, for sure, most definitely. Just... He could have had more with Lestrange if she wasn't going to join him. There should have been more than just oh, okay, then. He, I mean, he already seems to be this wizard that doesn't have to say a spell yeah. to make a spell. They just, I mean, Dan. Do stuff so, so why not use stuff? your words and make Tell it me, super powerful? For me, trying Ooh. to follow this movie, the last movie that was this hard to follow was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. It's still a great movie, though. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. So is Sucker Punch. <laughs> but for a storyline, that <laughs> okay, movie would get like point. a two. Yeah. yeah. All right, so six. We landed on a six here for, right, uh, for, for story. Up next is characters. So, uh, Eli, why don't you start us off for characters? For characters, that was... Man, that's a tough one. That is a... Mm -hmm. I don't know what I gave the first one, but I'm probably sitting at a... I'm at a solid seven. All right. 
I'd say a seven. All right. I'm actually really warm Only on... Only because I'm salty about Queenie. Uh, I actually... I love me some Queenie. Actually, I'm, gonna, I'm at a seven, too. I'm really overall... I, I was seven trending towards an eight. I'm a solid five. Oh, we're going to drag Ooh. you up here. We're <laughs> gonna Explain gonna, yourself. Uh, by the way, a five would put it on par with the Dark Tower. It was better than that. Yeah. For characters. Um, I don't know. Producer Dan? I think the Gunslinger was pretty good compared to... <laughs> Well, all, th- all three characters. There was, <laughs> I didn't find a single character in the entire film likable. Really? Yeah. Okay, I think this is just your saltiness towards Harry Potter. Did then. you even no. see the Zawu? Because that was a hands down my favorite thing I have seen in the past like four years. <laughs> the Zawu is the giant. Um, that lion fire dragon yeah. thing with the red oh tail. Oh my god, the- I love it. <laughs> I was thinking that was more of a uh, technical. <laughs> Than character. So let's talk. So let's talk. So, so I count him as a character. Okay, back up. <laughs> the Kelpie also counts as a character. And Animals I love him are just characters too, Dan. <laughs> All right. So Dan, five. So five. What was uh, what was dogging you here? I, I just I don't feel like they showed me enough of the villain besides the blue fire, um, I, I which just felt like kind of boring to me. Again, if if you. If it's just magic, but you got to learn about the need for spells. him and Dumbledore. I highly, highly believe that they are ex-lovers because it is confirmed that Dumbledore is gay. And, and you pretty much get that here. That's fine. Hey, and yeah. Grindelwald. He even says more than friends. Like they, <laughs> they give got it. plenty of innuendos. So about yeah, it. exactly. We're we're brothers. We're more than brothers. And yeah, I was right. like, ha, yes. <laughs> yeah, you are. Good for you. Uh, yeah, I got that. And they vowed, they made an unbreakable vow never to harm each other. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Honey, that's an engagement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. never like, to, although it is a huge goddamn plot hole as well. Yeah. Also, yeah. also I noticed well, I that I have never seen an unbreakable, unbreakable vow create a charm. I have seen it, however, as in like the Snape and uh, Madame Malfoy, I can't remember right. her first name right now, the handshake where it Lucretia. roots around the arms and everything. Right. Yeah, that's the unbreakable vow that I know, not this charm. So I don't know if there was something different or more powerful that they did the, to it. They called it a blood that charm. That made it into right. the, the charm. blood bond. Well, yeah, but it yeah. still was a blood bond in the oh, unbreakable right. vow in Ooh. the movie. They still mm-hmm. did the slit in, um, I want to say. It's almost like we needed something the they could break. So something physical would be, which is a cheap storytelling debate. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we did, so let's talk about characters. Dan, uh, Elijah, where'd you land on characters? Seven. You only said we were okay. So, Which so what I told you like forty-five seconds ago. I was trying to prompt you to talk a little more <laughs> about why you did that. I have gone on about but, a vow for more than yeah. forty-five seconds. I, I gotta get you when I can get you. Now the um, not not speaking of originality, but just in terms of the strength of the characters, Johnny Depp is amazing. Yeah. Like, way better than I was expecting. Way, I mean, way better. At, at the end of the first uh, Fantastic Beast, like I was, I was extremely worried. Mm-hmm. He's so he sorted Jack Sparrows it a little bit, but man, he comes here and he brings it, and you have no idea it's Johnny Depp or Jack Sparrow. <laughs> like neither <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, if no. they had gone uh, Thanos and made yeah. him the protagonist of the film, and you're following his story, yeah. I think that would have been a better story. But then you don't get all. But we're not talking. I got no creatures. time for this Newt guy. Then it's not I got fantastic no time beasts. For Newt. It's the story of uh, Grindelwald. Is, we're yeah. talking characters, not story. Elijah, continue. and that's why story right, got no, a six. But it's still, that's that's <laughs> character. Yeah. 
Yeah. Give me more of that character because but, he was the only redeeming factor for me. Okay. Uh, can you just insert no, that but, I love Jude no, Law we, as stop, Dumbledore? Go. I nothing Jude Law. Stop. Delicious. Stop. Elijah, please continue telling us about We want more Grindelwald. He's very like, he's a very Hitler-esque type personality. He's very manipulative and... and oh, for sure, the silver tongue. Yeah, and, and very powerful. So like watching Grindelwald do his thing and manipulate, the be one step ahead of everybody else was was awesome. You know, yeah. and play to that character. Um, a lot of them are sort of like you know, Kowalski's good. You know, he's not as bubbling in the first one, but he's just he's just a normal dude that has no idea what's going on. Like he just doesn't understand the extent of what the Wizarding World is. You know, so he's just bumbling on trying to chase chase Queenie. But I feel like this time he has a better understanding of it, and he understands like charms and. Um Exactly. Like I'm not saying it in you a know, bad way. I'm not saying you, it in a bad way. I'm saying it in a good way. Like he's not glamours, just glamorous, but that's not the right. And the word. first one, he's just a bumbling idiot. And this right. one, you can see it's not that he's a bumbling idiot. No, so far, but it's just that he just doesn't. He's a fish out of water. Yeah, he's a fish out of water. He just doesn't understand. Like he goes running into that crypt because they all went running, and so he runs in. Has well, no he idea. Saw it in the ball. He yeah. did, and he was the first one there, yeah. dude. Like he, was, he doesn't realize he's, he was pre-party. Yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't re- realize he's walking into a clan meeting. You know, it's yeah, like no, this yeah, is he a bad spot to be in. Flamel's. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. I think, you know who Kowalski reminds me of is actually Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. You've got a non-powered dude who's doing the best he can and who still brings it. And, yeah. still, and, and still, because Kowalski He's is a character. Helpful. Right, character, Kowalski is a character that still has value. He was more helpful in the first one, for sure. Sure, but he has value and he brings something to the story. And I think that they did a really good job with him. I actually loved a bunch of the other little things that they did. Zoe Kravitz as uh, Lita Lestrange is interesting. And what I like what they did here. I like what they did here because you talk, you have her, mm-hmm. uh, you have her brother who is who is. I mean, speaking just racially here, you have her, her brother who is black. You have her who is who is of you know mixed parentage here. And the thing is, they never bring it up in terms of race. They they bring it out there, they show it to you, and they keep going. Yeah, and, like half brother. Yeah, right. They bring that piece over, and I and I loved that because they put it out there and they kept going, and they did not make a big deal out of it. And that I thought was a really it was a nice touch. Well, when you're hating non matches, no match exactly. Then you don't have time to hate. You have a new discrimination for skin color. No, I mean, absolutely. You, but it, <laughs> but another but another story would have made a bigger deal about that, and they did not. They just kind of kept going. It, and it's I like very X Men. I exactly. also liked Lita Lestrange and Newt Scamander's like mm-hmm. flashback backstories with their relationship and when she was looking Absolutely. at the desk and you see L and N and you knew exactly what that was. You have no idea. Really? What? I was like, there was oh. like 15 things. Did you things. not know their names? There was, like, no, I didn't. But that was the one was that she things. literally touched. She, she literally. <laughs> but not until after the flashback <laughs> she, did she, she touch was, it. So right. there was like 15 <laughs> things engraved on that desk. Yeah. And I didn't know which one she was looking at. She had her hand next to the whole Like app. you, Lita. And, okay. Newt I liked as well. I think Newt grew as a character in this one. You start to see more of his underlying what drives him, you know, and I think the, the quote from Dumbledore about how he does what is right, mm-hmm. we saw that. They didn't tell us. They showed us that in the last movie, mm-hmm. and they show us that continue in the new movie, and there is what I would refer to as an interesting use of powers if we were talking about a superhero world, um, but he, but the animals do things that make sense and in ways that make sense. So when they get locked in the cell and his little little plant friend... Pickett. Pickett. When Pickett comes through, it absolutely, I, when I watch this, I'm like, oh, Pickett could get them out of here. Oh, I didn't know Pickett. But the little tree thing could get them out of here, and sure enough, that's what goes and happens. And they don't 
And again, from a character standpoint, what I enjoyed here is they did not make a big deal out of it. I honestly, when it came to that point, did not see that there was a lock on that door because it came down as an enchantment. Um, and so I didn't even think of picking the lock because I was like, oh, right. dude's dead over well, here. Yeah, you got no way out of there now. But but like, that's the thing, too. And it's nice because it shows it shows the the way that Newt approaches this from a bit more of a practical standpoint, mm-hmm. he, as, as opposed to the over-reliance on magic, which makes sense with this character. And then, Haley, to your point, Jude Law's Albus Dumbledore is just perfect. I liked him. He it was nice. He he contains all of the traits He's that we that see in Dumbledore. Calm, collected. He also has the like life going in. You can see that he's got connections, and now you understand why he has all these connections because he's charming and makes his way around. Like I don't know how many times they apparated, but right, I would have thrown up. But you also, <laughs> but you also see his callous disregard. Yeah. Which is an important part of Dumbledore's character. And you see character. that he will play both whatever as long as he knows where he wants it to go. He is a man that is Someone focused. Someone else, like absolutely. ministry, may not know where it needs to be, but he knows where it needs to be and he's he a, knows how he's going to get it there. Right. And it's with a callous disregard for other people. Yeah. He will use and manipulate without any hesitation. And, and we see that. Dumbledore's army back to like Harry Potter. Like he exactly. still does it then all the way over. Dan, what do you think of Dumbledore and Jude Law? Because I might, I might actually end up agreeing with you. If depending on which way you swing. well, don't you have face blindness for Jude Law? A complete face blindness. But how do you feel? It has his performance. He was fine. Okay, I didn't have any problems with him. Um, it he felt wasted. Wasted to me. Yeah, I was very. I was actually very excited. I liked Jude well, I Law. I feel like he and Johnny Depp both felt wasted to me. Well, they're the. I like, mean, give me more of those two and less of everyone else. <laughs> I agree. I mean, that's get, that's the big story here, right? It's 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 Dumbledore and his ex. That's what the next one will Ooh, be. Now you know how I feel that's about Joker and Harley up. Quinn. In the well, Suicide I had time Squad. for that. Listen, they are not nearly as awful as Joker and Harley Quinn. I can, can we give one other shout out here too right. to Claudia Kim as Nagini? Okay, Nagini. <laughs> if you're going to bring in a maladextrous and change it into a snake as Nagini, and Nagini, as we all know, is Voldemort's. Oh, okay, well, so no. as well, most I'll mention of us something about that on the show. Primary is Voldemort's like pet. That I knew it was somebody's pet. He chooses almost as his familiar, but that is also one of his Horcruxes. He has a chunk of his soul in that snake okay. creature, which is Nagini. Mm-hmm. And this girl who, because of being a maledictress with this blood curse, can after so long and after a certain age and everything can no longer change back into the human form. But I want to know, is she still a person inside of that? Does right. she still have like a person? A does she willingly, or, does she willingly oh, become like, a horcrux? Like the rat yeah. girl in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can she still think like a person or is she now just this big snake beast as they describe her in, in the film now? But that also brings me later on to does Neville Longbottom kill a woman? This is a great, that, that's a, not if he knew. If he had any idea, exactly. he wouldn't have. Exactly. But, and the, and, but that and also brings me to, is she still a woman inside of a beast? Or is she just a beast now because it's been so long? And then really what I think is. like 1920. <laughs> I know this is going to seem silly, but what I'm curious about is in the very, very first Harry Potter book, one of the very first things we see is him release a snake from the zoo on accident. He makes the glass disappear. Right. And, and the snake thanks him. I remember that. The snake thanks, thanks him. 
and that snake is Nagini. Like, that has been confirmed by J.K. Rowling. How'd you get in the zoo, So Nagini? how the fuck did you go evil, end up with Voldemort? Voldemort dies, your ass ends up in the zoo in the middle of England. I mean, it could have Hang on, that, that snake in the zoo. It have to be Nagini. No, the, has it been Rowling confirmed, Rowling confirmed okay. that that was Nagini. That snake in the zoo is like a 10-foot python. Nagini's like... A huge. Python? No, huge. Nikita's huge. Wait, are we suggesting that a also... magical snake can change sizes? All right, so let's That's get too far, Eli. So let's let's get down to characters here. So we got we got seven seven uh, seven seven. Solid yeah, we got seven. trip sevens and a five five. Sounds like a six to me. That's how democracy works. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can. If you didn't know about anything that was going to happen to any of these characters in the future, does any of it matter? Here's the thing: give you enough. I don't don't know anything about what's happening to these characters in the future. Sure, you know Nagini's going to become a snake. You know, know some of them. But here's the thing: a few of them. I know I'm not not dying, but like I'm not going to knock this movie because it doesn't walk you through shit that happened already. I just, I can't. That's not, no more than I knocked, and I'm knocking Infinity War for not giving us Falcon's backstory. It's a prequel mm. sequel. Like. Mm. Infinity War, by the way, got a seven. Yeah. There we know. I'm sorry. Got a nine because it was all characters that they'd fleshed out mm-hmm. over 20 So the movies. seven doesn't sound so bad anymore, does it? That would sound so horrible. <laughs> sounds so good. I don't. <laughs> Deadpool 2 got a seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually comfortable with that. Yeah, I feel like that was the same. Okay. You got a lot of auxiliary characters that you just don't get. That they weren't great. Blade Runner but some got of them really six. good. Ready Player One. Well, all the characters are so good. Blade Runner, don't give, don't come into me with Ready Player One and characters because that is not going to go. <laughs> you're not going to for story because all the characters, the characters are good. You just don't get introduced properly yeah, like to the them. Part. And we nailed them on story. And we nailed them on story. We nailed that is one of the lowest scores we've we've given on story for a while. Oh, for a while. Yeah. Maybe. All right, so we're we're into seven, dude. Sorry. Let's, let's talk technical. Uh, we're, we're talking. Does my dress scene count as technical? Because I wanted to smack someone. When so, Queenie Cher- is having her existential crisis, crying outside, hearing all these voices, and she sits down in that nice-ass dress with the nice-ass jacket on and suede shoes, and you just let all of that get destroyed by the rain? How dare you? I, I thought the same thing. Okay, you did too. I, I, did. I, I was like, literally, she sat down yeah. and I went, no. And like three people turned and looked at me in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, that jacket though. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you Your doing, lady? Go get suede. under some cover. But then I realized. Hold but Newt already showed up. us how they dry off. Yeah, then I was like, wait, wizard, stand up. And that like, doesn't mean your clothing isn't ruined. If I wet Repero. a pair of suede shoes, yeah, but they're rep- still destroyed when I dry them off. Even if you magically rep- dry them? Repero. Yes. The spells, it's, yeah, it's the spells repair, which they do in yeah. the sh- in that movie. Yeah, they do repair <laughs> yeah. pretty quick. Anyway, so uh, technical here. So this is talking about uh, effects, uh, 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 direction, cinematography, it's uh, mutant score, etc. So let's see. Who have you not started with? Who's with you? It's up to all right, Haley. Where you at? No, no. Okay, Dan. <laughs> I'm being generous and giving it a seven. All right. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to go six. Six. I'm at a seven. There, I sold as long as I could. Seven, <laughs> seven, six. Um, I'm mm. going to stick with a seven. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so technical, I thought the effects, the, 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 the technical, sorry, the, the, what do we call it? CGI. The CGI. CGI. Here, the CGI here looks great. There are some points, though, when it just 
it doesn't quite make it. Like, like they yeah, they they ran out of budget. Obviously, like yeah. the dude walking it, like the dude like morphing into the rock at some points. Like, I, 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 I can't like, recall the exact I points. I but didn't like that one. And then when he was coming out of it, I feel like I sort of missed pieces here and there. I just I remember I I didn't take notes, but I remember watching it at several points. Not like two two points or so, being like. Ugh, rough, like rough CG, like just rough doing that CGI. That's yeah, so much spinning, a lot of spinning. But the a lot of spinning. But that's also because of the apparating. The apparating that was apparating. amazing. Yeah. Like when they apparate, oh, yeah. like they spent some money on the apparating. Yeah. yeah, like that's legit. That's why the spinning happened. The music though, <sighs> this, what, really? Yeah, could have been way more just fitting slash epic. I feel like I do feel like there's a little bit of a missed opportunity there because the Harry Potter score is so iconic Mm -hmm. and brings such an emotional reaction. And I understand that they don't want to lean too heavily on that, but... You I should think have they lean a little too heavy on it. They really, they, keep, they it's, leaned it's a different little bit to it. That because first it's different, but it's in the same. It's in the same vein. It feels like they were trying to sound similar to Harry Potter, which whereas, would make sense. But yeah, the, but this is taking place are. in the twenties. They should the music should fit. Be this is America jazzy. in the twenties. Yeah. This is a great is opportunity Europe. to get in swing and, and flapper mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. and and Charleston and. It was in America. Well, it started. No, it started in the states. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. The first movie was all in the states. Yeah, I a good point. I know I didn't, I, and I didn't one. even think about that point that they just use the same when it they do use so a score it's the like, same uh, you know classical jazz score yeah. when they could have really gone This it. should feel like Atlantic City in the 20s. Mm. Well Paris Wasn't really mostly there. it mostly takes place in Paris. No, but I'm saying all the stuff that they whenever they're in the but states. But this and, one and shouldn't. Right. This one's Europe the in the twenties. It should feel like Europe in the. Either 20s. way, that wasn't. It wasn't Europe in the twenties either. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, okay. But the uh, uh, that reentrance back to Hogwarts though, when they started the the yeah. Harry Potter mm-hmm. music. Right, when you actually hear the official score, that there was nice. There was a kid sitting next to me, literally shouting. The yeah. instrumentals to the song, <laughs> like it was, no, that it was, was ridiculous, and that it does, good. and and there's but it brought you back into it. You knew exactly where you were. You didn't need a a sign on the building, <laughs> right? Welcome to Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, so the I think the 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 direction is pretty good. Cinematography was fine. I would I the spin was maybe a little too heavy, but there was a reason for it. Um, I mean, if, there it, is one single snip of a scene that brought me out a little bit with the way that it was shot was in the classroom with Lita Lestrange. They started when she entered the room, they backed up and I felt like the um, camera tripped. It Uh. sort of did this a little bit, this whole like wobble thing going on. Uh. And that took me out for a split second and then it rebalanced and it came up smoothly to Mm -hmm. the desk and everything. But I still looked and like kind of tilted my head a little bit. Like, um, (laughs) did anyone else notice that or did they, was that such a short, thing because the rest of it was too rocky like (laughs) well and the other thing is again that that climactic battle is just fire against fire and people getting consumed by the fire and 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 dusting out we haven't seen people dust out well it's it felt like I, i would almost prefer a mindless zombie army to have our heroes fight Instead of this blue fire. How do you have generic blue fire kill off like a bunch of auras? You know, auras. auras. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, there was a little but, bit. Like, you don't get to be an aura just by like being a, a Joe Schmo yeah, mage. You, can't you know, fight like, off a little bit like of fire. The, the fact that him. Tina 
gets like survives it no problem, but these other ores yeah. don't. And like, the yeah. ones that try to blip out of there, like <laughs> special forces. I mean, or, or, the auroras are supposed to be basically special yeah, forces. Special forces. Yeah. They are and, like and the defense line. Right. Now, spec ops ain't getting taken out by some random ass blue fire while they're operating. No. No. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, but 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 that was more. Again, that's more, more story, story. Than, than, than the technical piece. But but um, but no, it does go to technical because obviously that's they like you said they ran out of budget and had to go cheap on the biggest climactic scene in the movie. That's we're making we're making some assumptions well, there. The, I mean no, no, the fire looked the fire looked awesome. It was like great itself fire. looked awesome. I just feel like the way that they handled it was just so it was reused. A yeah. The choreography yeah. is kind of rough. Even when they're like running across the steps and they're, you know, doing yeah. like, they're just like swiping their wand, but it's not timed exactly with the fire. <laughs> <You know>? They're <laughs> just like, <laughs> all right. So we're okay. I'm down. I'm down to a six. We've drug him up on several of them. Mm-hmm. But I think I think at this point we need to accept that this is it's not this isn't yeah. bad. I mean the C, the CGI right. Six overall is still was better than a five. Like, what was know? the uh, right. the cat beast again? Oh yeah, oh oh, oh the, the Zawu. The Zawu like that. The like, Zawu. And also amazing. like the little cat demons that I can't remember yeah. the name yep. of. They were neat, and I liked that when they got too far away from their spirit source because mm-hmm. they, they were supposed to be like the spirit right um, spirit guardians familiars. right. Um, they Reverted refer into cats. little yeah, that was fuzzy great. cats. And ugly I love looking. Them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, those were some. <laughs> they you got some, ugly, you got some like tiny tunes Elmira <laughs> shit going on because those were some ugly looking cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did do some great. That like all all of the animals were fantastically Absolutely. CGI'd and well done with movement and everything else. It's just I wanted more a lot from of the, the baby stuff. nifflers. Yeah. I did I feel like I wanted more from them when he left when Newt left the note in the um. Like in the whatever the zoo, yeah, the, whatever the zoo and sanctuary, I, thought, I guess somewhere. I, I maybe I'll have to see it again and see if it was singular, singular or plural. But I thought he said I took the nifflers, and I was really excited for some little baby nifflers to run wild. Right, and which would have been. But see, the thing is, they they kind of did the nifflers over, yeah, pretty thoroughly yeah. in the first movie. Yeah, that is true. All right, so I'm at a six. He's at a six. Where are we going? I come down to six. Ain't no problem. I suppose. All right, there we go. I remembered the camera trip. Yep. All right, so we're going to call this thing a six for... Mainly because as we talk, like, I want to go back and bring story down another notch. <laughs> right? No. Like, so this is how we can adjust. No. So overall still enjoyment, one to ten. Uh, talk to me. I still enjoyed the shit out of it. So I can't I. help it. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely give it a solid nine on enjoyment because I was thrilled the whole time. I was sitting there in the theater tapping my nails because I was excited, <laughs> wiggling my feet around. Like I was just very excited about the whole thing. I wanted to yell at it at the end. I was doing great. I enjoyed it. So I, on the other hand, <laughs> was watching this like clockwork orange for half the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a Harry... You, you don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. So... Where'd you land? I don't dislike Harry Potter. I just don't, I'm not obsessed with it. I don't have it. I memorized. don't think you like Harry Potter. I don't love it. Yeah. So what was your overall enjoyment? Six. Yeah. Okay. I'm at an eight. Seven. I, I enjoyed the fantastic. So we went six, seven, eight, nine. All right. Well, I enjoyed the fantastic beast part of it. Right. And I enjoyed Grindelwald and Dumbledore, but it's like you just, I, like, I, like I said, with story and everything else, I just, I just couldn't pace and keep track of like the there's what was going too on. many moving parts. Yeah, I just couldn't keep track of what was going on with my limit. I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan and I've, I've read all the stuff and watched it, but I just still couldn't really grasp See, everything happening. I can't, I can't follow you there. Yeah. I'm still, I'm I still with- like, uh, it could be me. I'm just saying that's, that was I as I sat it. and watched it. Yeah. I mean that, and that's pulled from the enjoyment. If I, if I think if I could have grasped those things with the story 
and the cohesiveness of it, I'd have enjoyed it much more. If they had kept, if they had, if they had not had the missteps as far as the continuity was concerned, for sure, I'd have loved this. Oh yeah, I, for sure. That I mean, I'd have been with it. I've been. I, I probably would have been able to get to a nine on overall enjoyment if they could have kept the continuity through, but. You can't bring me to a Harry Potter movie and then fuck with the time. Fuck with your continuity. One of my biggest continuity things in there was that after they went back to show how Lidl Estrange switched the babies because her brother wouldn't stop crying and blah, blah, blah. And now you're going to tell me that the baby, the rando-ass baby across the hallway that she switched out with was a Dumbledore. And you have Dumbledore, one of the highest pure bloodlines in the magic world and the Lestrange, another really high pure bloodline in the magic world, both have babies at the same age on across the, the hall on the same boat, and no, no. she's just going to switch them. Also, if that one baby happened to be an Oculus, why was it so well-tempered? Wouldn't yeah. it have been going off to, like, manage its tempers? And, uh, like, didn't Credence have such a hard time growing up You're because of his fix? I know, well, but I still enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. You're right. They would <laughs> have just apparated them and the kids. Like, you don't take a boat as, like, one of the highest-ranked mage families. I say we move story and down I to could, five. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could <laughs> understand in the Lestrange case because he was trying to keep his child like away from everything you know and he was trying to do it sly and not get it murdered because there was someone after it you know so you don't want to apparate to somewhere because it's harder to do that and it's easier to like trace I guess so you want to do it by muggle means you want to take it onto this nomad boat and everything like that I mean there's also what if it was a complete like magic boat well, that's made to transport wizards, but then it wouldn't, then it wouldn't have, have gone down in a in storm. storm. <laughs> if there was any wizards yeah, yeah. of so real note. So if they explain the origins of half the characters and it doesn't make sense, should we maybe knock down characters? No, because the characters themselves are good. The characters knock down you story. Because you're okay. making my case for me. Overall enjoyment. Yeah, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I think I think I think we're gonna knock off the high and the low here, and knock the somewhere between an eight and a I seven. Mean, I, it was I was at a six because I really enjoyed my raisinets. <laughs> but still, I mean, I for raisinets, I good. Snacks. <laughs> I can't say anything. Yeah, <sighs> the snacks really brought it I up. I can go up to an eight because <laughs> you know it's one of the, if I watch it again and I knowing more and sort of followed up on it, I, it would be. It an was eight. a fun ride. Yeah. Well, it was the, definitely and, a fun ride. And it's Harry Potter, and it's a great story, and filling in those gaps is enjoyable. It you just was it's a great story. hard <laughs> to follow this particular movie. So I, I can come up to an eight, especially if we bring story down oh, another notch. Eight. But you're saying it was as good as Deadpool 2? No, I'm a seven. I'm a seven. Like, I'm a, I'm a seven, like a soft seven. Yes, like it was as good as They can bring Deadpool me up to an eight. Two. It, it was, was better than Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Yes, it was. It was more <laughs> fun than Deadpool 2. <laughs> it was not as fun as... I didn't but have to have watch people go through a wood chipper and be dissolved by acid. Yeah, it's oh, fun. Yeah. Spider-Man uh, Homecoming was a seven, by the way. More fun. But... Which one? Okay. Well, well, you just say more fun. No, but okay, I gotta, fun. We got to make a call. We got to make a call here. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to call it an eight. <sighs> Can we go back to story? Come on. We've never no. done a retroactive... But still during show, we haven't... 
close the show. That's Come right. on. How many times have we gone back to story? We've been and, digging. And you guys have g- given me more reasons to ding story. <laughs> but I refuse. Since we gave it its grade. <laughs> I like it too much okay, to go okay. back and then But okay, you're no, 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 you're, that's fine. So we'll leave. Okay, so we're going to call it. I am the biggest arguer against characters. my own point. Characters is at a seven. We that's can bring fine. that to a no, six. No, 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 no. Here's the final call here. Right. We got to make it. I'm saying we go. We will make an eight for overall enjoyment. All right. Bring story down to a five. I'm down. I think down. that's yeah. We've never done that, but I I vote. I think you're. I mean, there was we have come up with more and more. We've come up with more and more yes, problems, Haley. I it know. doesn't mean that I don't enjoy what's going on here. It's not that I mean I didn't walk <laughs> I out will happy. Regretfully sigh, but I will accept it. All right. So that's, then we didn't. That's going to put it. It's going to put it at a thirty-four. Okay, so what's that put it between? No, because no it, one cares about Scamander. It puts it right where I think Nuke we Scamander, belong with the amount of argument like we've had today. Wrong. Okay. It puts it between Deadpool 2 and The Dark Tower. I don't know what the Dark Tower is. So well, the, so so there was so basically we have a we, we all of our scores are in the the third like oh, the yeah, mid yeah, to yeah. high thirties and low forties and then there's a f- precipice and a free fall and then it picks back up with so what's what's That's the twenty four twenty four so it's at the it's at the bottom of the good stuff is really what it means exactly. here exactly, which yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely it wasn't as I good mean, as if the first you're comparing one. Comparing it to all sure. the rest of the movies, then sure. I'm pretty happy with where it lands overall. Okay, so there it is, folks. Yeah. We ended up with a 34, uh, 32, 32. I'm sorry, a 32. If you'd like to check out our total list, we uh, uh, you can actually find it on our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash for geek's sake. Five dollars get you in there. And you can see all the you'll see our full list, or you can just ask us and we'll post it. I'm not gonna lie about that. Uh, I want to thank you, Haley, so much for coming in and arguing your points so well. Uh, <laughs> our co-host Liz would really appreciate. Will really appreciate I said I had and, words. And, and again, uh, uh, on our scale, 25 and up is watchable. That's true. So this definitely falls into I think 30 range. and up. We said 30 and up was... Well, 25 Either would put be a five across the board. That's true. So there it is. So th- there it is. But if you guys, what do you guys think? Would you disagree? Did we miss this completely? Was it worse than Dark Tower? Was it better than Thor Ragnarok? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. And until next time, uh, this is Osterling saying thanks for listening.